Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, uh, which uh, including all a bunch of shows, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by quite a few people uh, who we'll be uh, hearing from soon. Alex Beatrice, Andy, Stephen, John. Um, crowded house today in order to announce the winners of the 2017 OVAE's anime, TV Animation Awards. Uh, the nominees came out uh, about a week and a half ago, and since then, uh, people have been voting in droves on which, uh, animated TV shows are best, best episode, best show, best visuals, best main character, best supporting character, and we've also had our internal committee, uh, debating. Um, and, uh, the results are in and we're about to get into them. If you, uh, if you are listening, uh, without having seen the winners already, uh, then don't click on the podcast description if you want to want them to be a surprise. Uh, the people, the co-hosts on with me here do not know them, uh, yet, but, uh, also if you have seen them because you clicked on the link and then they were right there, then we'll be analyzing the results too. So. Uh, don't worry about that. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be getting to that. I'll announce, uh, the process, how we determine the winners in a second, but I want to hear what you, each of you are most interested in seeing, uh, results wise. Like, it, not necessarily a specific category, but what story, uh, are we following here that's going to be the most interesting to track? Uh, Alex, what do you think? I'm most interested in seeing how the main character race shaked out because uh, I think that's a, a particularly strong, uh, category this year. It, my, my favorites are Bojack and Star Butterfly. I think those two had really good years. Also, I'm aware that Weiss from Ruby ha- had a strong following this year as well. So I think that that's the race that's most wide open to me. That that is certainly the race a lot most people are going to be interested in here listening to this because we had a large contingent voting for Weiss here. Yes, so uh, we'll be getting into that. Yeah, uh, Andy, what about you? I'm also really excited to see the main character section and the supporting character results. But I think the story here is that we got a ton of votes and I'm curious to see how that offsets or, or differs from the committee's choices. Cause especially yeah. for some very, for some, like, like he said, Ruby got a lot, a lot of votes for Weiss from what yeah. I, from what I've uh, heard from what you've heard. They don't know. I'll, only yeah. I know, but yeah. Uh, Beatrice, well, what story are you tracking here? I mean, I, I'm really rooting for a little witch academia to win something yeah. because I, I, I just, I think it's, it's not the best show ever in the history of animation, but I think it does deserve some recognition. So I am rooting for little witch academia and Mysticons. It really, after you introduced the show to me, it really won me over. And you know, it, I, I'm, I don't know the numbers. I don't know how much of a following it is, but it's kind of this little thing that's becoming something. And I just hope that Mysticons, especially as someone who loves plot, and it's probably, as you said, one of the most plot-heavy shows that we cover, I definitely want that to gain some recognition. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, John, how about you? I'm going to break away and say I'm looking at Best Animated Supporting Character as as a possible race mainly because of the theme the common thread seemed to have been like there have been some like a lot of the supporting characters really came into their own it became huge parts of their show i'm thinking of summer from rick and morty lars from steven universe they really had standout moments so it'd be interesting to see and and a lot of the others have too but it would be interesting to see sort of how people vote on there i mean i i made my vote already but see how that shakes out like what do you value in a supporting character and 
really sort of what does that say about their growth in this past year? Yeah, yeah. Supporting character was the most up in the air race. Uh, just in both committee and voting. So that's going to be a very interesting one. Uh, Steve, which non-Little Witch Academia storyline are you most tracking? Oh, uh, well, okay, kind of similar. Well, sort of Academia thing is supporting character. It's not, not strictly for Little Witch Academia characters on it, but because how when we were ranking them, for me, it was so close. Like, pretty much one through five of, could be any any order, and I wouldn't really complain. Number six was a clear number six, in my opinion, of a certain character, but one through five, it was so close. Just so close. So that, that interests me. Um, also, um, I guess best episode, because that was such a hard thing for us to decide, because that's so subjective, best episode. And also interesting to see how Steven Universe does, if the if the if it steals some awards here because of its popularity, yeah, that's a good point. Last year, uh, Stephen Yunus ran away with our awards uh, I, by one I, won I, almost every category. Listen, I love Stephen, but I'm saying though, if it finishes ahead of Lewis Academia visuals, <laughs> I am going to riot. Okay, so is it Steve, we'll see if Steve riots here, but um, yeah, that's that's definitely something to track. We instituted a rule this year, the anti-Steven Universe rule, which means uh, shows can't have more than one nominee per category. Um, so uh, it dominated so much, we had to completely change things up, and uh, we'll see if it uh, continues that this year. It's, uh, yeah, for- it's ironic, because if we were doing that this year, I would have almost expected Rick and Morty to be the runaway guy for this one, because of just how awesome season three was. And yeah, de- definitely a big online following for Rick and Morty. We'll see if that came into play. Yeah, um, I remember when we did the main ca- the main show thing. How easily we put three through six very easily, but one through two was so. Okay, hard. don't spoil. Don't spoil. Don't spoil. It. Um, yeah, we'll get into the committee process. Some some people on here were on our expert committees, and we'll talk about the process. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm most interested in best show and best episode. I know what the results, but those are the two big categories for me. Both best episode, best show. Characters are fun, but we'll when we'll do those two less so uh let's get into things here um how these these winners were determined uh it was 50 percent an open vote which you guys voted in and there were uh 1420 votes uh 1420 total votes cast um t- a lot more than last year uh shout out to all of these shows subreddits which is constituted from what i can tell a vast majority of the votes came from um each of the shows that got nominated subreddits. Uh yeah, over over a thousand votes here. And then the other fifty percent was internal expert committees. I took anyone, any co-host patron uh in our in our internal uh community that wa has seen all of these shows in a category. Um so that was the only requ- requirement. And expert is a pretty loose term here, but basically make sure you've seen all the nominees. Like that's the ideal for what we're voting on. Most people, I guarantee you almost everyone voting had not seen all the nominees in every category. So that's really why we need to offset it with the expert committee. So it didn't just turn into a, uh, which uh, post on the subreddit linked more got all the votes contest. Like, uh, we're bringing in some sort of uh, popularity contest offsetting with these expert committees. So, um, I did say that up front. There's 50%. Uh, specifically though, um, the percentage you got in the, in the open vote did not matter. It was just relative to, uh, the placement in the open vote. So if you got first in the open vote, then you count, then that was a first place finish. It didn't matter if you got 50% or 20% of the vote first place. Uh, so it's first place, second place, third place in the vote that mattered. 
and I and I averaged that along with our expert committee, which ranked the shows one, two, three, four, five, the open vote one, two, three, four, five. I got an average rank. So the lower your average rank is, um, like an average rank of two is pretty good. Um, the, the more likely you are to win. So let's go over this here. Uh, we're going to go, uh, and and if you're listening uh, to the the archive of this, then uh, you can look in the podcast description to see all the full information about each category as it goes. But you will be spoiled uh, for the results. So let's let's go in reverse order of importance here. We're going to start with best visuals for an animated show of 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was uh, in, this was uh, what uh, we determined like looked the best. It wasn't supposed to be necessarily which showed the best production values or. Uh, just uh, which which is the prettiest animated show of 2017 or best looking doesn't necessarily need to be pr- prettiest. So yeah, the nominees were Little Witch Academia, Miraculous Ladybug, Samurai Jack, Star vs. the Force of Evil, Steven Universe, and Voltron Legendary Defender for best visuals. And the winner is uh, a tie what? between Little Witch Academia and Samurai Jack. That's not a that lie. That is our only that is our only tie of the night. Oh. Uh, Little Witch Academia and Samurai oh. Jack tied. Little Witch uh, Academia won the open vote with 30% and yeah. placed second in our expert panel. Samurai Jack uh, was second in the open vote with 29% and placed first in our expert panel. They both averaged to 1.5, so they tied. Um, you're saying in the open vote it was 30% to 29%? I'm going to be honest. Yes. I'm wow. shocked. I am feeling Very- surprised. I thought for sure when we finished our committee that Samurai Jack was going to win outright. So. Right. Our committee ranked Samurai Jack first, but the yeah. uh, open vote offset it by 1%, 0.9%. So um, there's a tie here for little for the best visuals. Steve, please give us the acceptance speech for Little Witch Academia <laughs> for best visuals. Thank you for recognizing the greatness of Little Witch Academia's visuals. Uh, personally, I think the music scores is the best aspect of the show, but visuals number two. So... Thanks for that, and I won't give you any poison mushrooms, so thank you. Nope. <laughs> that's a good speech. Wow, is that planned? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good. Uh, and Andy, please give us the uh, acceptance speech for Samurai Jack. This this is one of the most... This is probably the thing that Samurai Jack deserves most for its year, other than Scaramouche. Scaramouche, too, because he deserved it for supporting character. But this is a beautiful show. It was um, very stylistic. The fight scenes were incredible. The um like the scenes in the middle of the winter forest were really beautiful and this is what animation can be when they when it really tries I think when it really yeah. wants to be stylistic and beautiful and I and I think it deserves this a lot yeah, yeah Alex and Samurai Jack was has always been beautiful too it so. has yeah yeah definitely yeah Alex uh, support the visuals tie win for Samurai Jack what yeah. I, I think Samurai Jack was uh, also very, very beautiful to watch. I, I think while the story itself like kind of got distracted at the end, the reason you stuck around was just uh, how amazing the backgrounds look. The characters all have their own little styles. Um, Ashi, I, I really love, um, just being honest, I really like to see her every time she showed up. Yeah. So um, all in all, the Samurai Jack is, uh, if we're going to praise it for something, it should be the visuals. Yeah, I think it's a fitting win for uh, Samurai Jack. Little Jack, I mean, if anything was going to tie, it's these two shows. These were two, the two, the, fa- the far best two visual shows this year. And, and uh, um, yeah. I'm not the biggest yeah. Samurai Jack fan in the world in terms of knowing it, but I am the biggest, a big Symbionic Titan fan. 
So I can vouch okay. for it. Counts for that then, yeah. Um, yeah, personally, I think Samurai Jack was the better visual show. That's why we ranked it one in the expert committee. Basically, in our internal committee, this was a very, this was, well, the discussion was just Samurai Jack, a little Jack Namia, and that's what it came down to for the overall results. But so. I, I, um, I think it's fair. Like, these are just very beautiful in very different ways. So I, I get why these were so close and so yeah, hotly yeah. contested. And the way I see it, Little Jack Namia is definitely more bright, while Samurai Jack is a little more like, uh, not in the way dark, uh, gritty yeah more yeah different different visual styles yeah. both were great uh in third place was star versus force of evil tied for fourth steven universe and voltron legendary defender and in last place miraculous ladybug check out the uh overlyanimated.com and the voting page for all the complete details but uh yeah uh there's there we go tie for best visuals i could have implemented a tiebreaker but uh this was a fitting i don't know what the tiebreaker would have been i think it would have it, defaulted it would be the to the people's open vote. votes no because yeah i think the more... people's vote yeah even though that's the less correct <laughs> approach <laughs> wow. uh, pro- it, w- it would have been the people's vote yeah Oof. okay so let's move on to best supporting character here uh very interesting category uh best animated supporting character 2017 the nominees are diana cavendish little witch academia Hollyhock, Bojack Horseman, Lars Briga, Steven Universe, Moon Butterfly, Star Vs. Force of Evil, and Prince Lothar, Prince Lothar, Vulture, Legendary Defender, and Summersmith, Rick and Morty. Six nominees per category. Gotta remember that. Um, so there you go. And the winner of Best Animated Supporting Character of 2017 is Diana Cavendish. Wow. Little Witch Academia. <laughs> Steve, what's your reaction? I'm shocked. This one is really shocking. <laughs> Started, I was focusing on Lewis Academic winning best visuals. That was my main focus of trying to get it to win. Supporting actors, I was just just getting a nomination. I was satisfied. So this was a pleasant surprise, though. I, I'm part of me not surprised because the field was so close. So many great choices, except for one character, I believe, is strictly number six. But it, it was so close that it could have gone either way. So maybe the anime community just fixed, just gave the extra push it needed, but. I just want to say though, Daniel is a great character, but so are most of these these ca- other nominees too. Because this was just uh, this is a this was like I said, this was a, my most interesting category because it could have gone so close in quality are these characters. But I'm honored. I'm honored for Lewis Academia that it's gotten <laughs> two one and a half wins tonight, and pretty much that's the best they can do because they're not nominated for anything else. But I'll take it and. Maybe this is a sign that we're going to get season two, man. And hopefully now, Dylan, you will watch the two short films. And Oh, that's what that's the takeaway from this. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So Diana was only ranked fourth by our expert panel, uh, but we won the open vote with 30.5 percent. Uh, uh, second tied for second was a three way tie for second. Wow. With Moon, Hollyhock and Prince Lotor. Um, basically the expert panel really disagreed with the open vote on this one. Uh, we ranked Lotor first and he lost the open vote with sixth place. So that averaged out oh, to 3.5. Really? Um, we also loved Hollyhock in second. The, she finished second to last in the open vote. Um, and, uh, Moon was third and fourth, uh, panel and open vote and, respectively. And I, so. yeah, and I still think Beth would have been a better representative for Rick and Morty than Summer. <laughs> Um, you know, I think Summer had a very strong year. Summer and Lars tied, uh, for, for fifth place. And, uh, really any of these, any of these nominees could have won. Um, personally, I disagree with Diana winning, but I think she's a great character. She just wasn't strongly utilized by the show versus, uh, someone like Holly Hawk, who was strongly utilized and is a great character. But all, any of these are worthy winners, I think. Yeah. So this, here's a case where the open vote definitely, uh, the fan vote reigned, reigned supreme. Everyone to make the, 
the power of anime and the power of shippers. Anime shippers with <laughs> power of anime. Okay, I'm sure. I'm, I'm glad <laughs> that's the takeaway here. Um, other uh, Beatrice, what's I your mean, reaction to Diana? I, I will say that I think that um, Chariot is a more a stronger supporting character than Diana, in my opinion. I don't know. I. I'm happy she Ch- was. Chariot had Chariot was be- more well utilized. Yeah, sure. yeah. So that's why I think that's why I would say that. I I'm glad that Diana won. Um, as Beatrix Cavendish, I'm very pleased. Um, <laughs> I'm proud of my great descendant. But um, but yeah, I I'm surprised by the win because I just thought I was just happy with the nomination. Um, yeah. so Me too. I was not expecting this. If any, I was really just gunning for the visuals. Me too. Um, just we think alike. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't seen all the other nominees in their shows, not all of them, and so I can't say whether or not they're better. But given what I do know about Diana, I'm surprised to say the okay. least. <laughs> surprised. Uh, but, yep, Diana took it down. Uh, some insight into our uh, expert panel. Um, we really didn't know what to do with this category, to be honest. It was very difficult to rank. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's it's we came, we came out with a consensus order. Lotor was, like, kind of consensus in the top three of all of our lists, so we ended up at one. And Summer was towards the bottom of all of our lists, so she ended up at six on our ranking. But, you know, we, we were pretty split on this category. This was not an easy one. This this was the one I was most looking forward to because I was expecting the fan vote to have the biggest influence on all, uh, of all the votes we had. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's certainly uh, yeah. We in, unless we ranked Diana like last, she was she was winning this though, so uh, she came down with us. Okay, let's let's move on to what is maybe the main event for uh, a lot of people listening: best uh, animated main character of 2017. The nominees are BoJack Horseman, BoJack Horseman, Emerald Goldenbraid, Mysticons. Marinat Dupan Chang, Miraculous Ladybug, Morty Smith, Rick and Morty, Star Butterfly, Star Wars The Force of Evil, and Weishni Ruby. Um, and <laughs> uh, let's let's get into it. The winner is Star Butterfly, Star Wars The Force of Evil. Ooh. Star, Star Wars. I thought it was going to be Weiss. Wow. Everyone was building this up. I'm so... What? Star wins. Uh, Weiss received 72% oh, of wow. the open vote. Okay. <laughs> Ruby bit turned out. We killed it. We By far, uh, Weiss received over 1,000 votes. Uh, most wow. people in this award <laughs> show were voting just for Weiss. Uh, let's let's get that clear. And we screwed you over, Ruby fans, because we ranked, right, we ranked Weiss fourth. Um, Ouch. And that was the big difference here. Uh we we ranked Star Butterfly first. She got third on the open vote, but that was enough for rank average rank of two to win. Bojack also tied for second along with Weiss. Uh, we ranked him third, and he was second in the open vote. Um, uh, Emerald Golden Braid for Mysticons, we ranked second um, and uh, finished last. Of course, there's not a ton of Mysticons fans voting here. It's a newer show. Um, and uh, Marinette uh, fifth, Morty sixth. So the big story here is that we completely circumvented the will of the fans. Uh, oh. This was not uh, in- intentional, but this is the result of how I tabulated the results was by ranking of and not by percentage. Um, blame them. Blame the Steven Universe fans from last year that we had to do this. Right. I implemented a lot of things to offset the popularity contest. And uh, Weiss almost won anyway. It should be noted. She was 0.5 off an average rank of winning. Regardless, we did rank her fourth. That's not like last or anything. And uh, But Star Butterfly pulls off the win here. 
Um, I will give the acceptance speech for Star because I think I'm the biggest Star <laughs> fan uh, in the room. And uh, Star Butterfly is the best uh, main character, best character on television. There you go. I love Star. I think she's incredible in the show. She had an incredible year. She was easily first on my list. She is first on all of our committee committee member lists. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, she's, she was just an easy first, like she had an incredible February and, uh, then during Battle for Muni, uh, you just, you need to watch Star vs. Force Evil for Star Butterfly. Like, uh, she's, she's incredible. And, uh, that's like, that was an easy number one. I mean, voting Weiss over Star is not like, uh, <laughs> it's not like super reasonable, but like, it's people like Weiss. We liked Weiss too, but, and the, we honestly had a big debate we between did. Weiss third and fourth, uh, and that would have put Weiss into a tie for first if she was third. Uh, um, but in in the end, I I feel like I couldn't in good conscience rank Weiss above Bojack. I yeah. think that's what it kind of came you know down what, to there. You know what hurts characters like Weiss and M in terms of they're like one of four main characters will start. It's like a clear main character, like the main character. That's yeah, I mean, isn't... And Morty is one half of the main character list. And Bojack right. is a main character too, so it's, you know... The requirement was that a, a character is on screen for m- most episodes, and I think that does apply to all of these people. Weiss is definitely on screen less than Star and Bojack, yeah. I thought uh, Ruby was the titular character of Ruby, you know? Yes. I mean, yes, it was the main is, character. Kind of. She's kind of, yeah. Kind I haven't of. kept up with the why, show, why, so I, I wouldn't Weiss know. In, yeah, Weiss in theory is the titular character. She's the, she's the W in the Okay, movie, that's but. fair, fair. They're all she, yeah, the main characters, all t- but yeah. I thought Ruby I'm, was like the other character. Okay. I'm shocked yes. Morty came in last. Like, I thought he was the best character of the whole season. I mentioned that in the last panel. He was having himself a yeah. year. Mor- I thought Morty had a great Morty had a great year, but all of these characters were really good. We ranked um it should be noted, we ranked Emerald M second, uh, and that was a firm second I, for us. Like I, we were I, we were pretty Yeah. I wanted Andy. to defend M because a lot of people I saw a lot of people in certain voting threads saying like we have like a lot of love for miscons when it's not a good show. Like, can you like please watch the show before you for this right. M the, the, is the, a great character and we yeah, miss Miscons over Weiss is an easy decision so this should be motivation to watch Miscons for people listening like uh M is an incredible character um if if Star wasn't in this category she would be like an, an easy number one yeah um like like she would have won if we put her in supporting she would have won that for us um so she she's incredible Miscons is a great show uh, and you should check it out and uh but that he, she was our two that was pretty easy Bojack 3 the the tough thing with Bojack was um He's an incredible character, but he didn't have the biggest year. Like, he wasn't on screen for uh, a few episodes, and uh, maybe we focused on supporting characters more than him. Um, yeah, Alex, what do, what do you think of uh, BoJack finishing tied for second here? Uh, I think it's a... It, like, it, for me, the race was between Star and BoJack. So if BoJack loses to Star, I'm like, well, that's fine. And it, I agree that BoJack, if you compare it to previous seasons, it wasn't his strongest, but I still think he's one of the most interesting characters to watch in animated television today, just uh, seeing his ups and downs, seeing him a little bit improved compared to previous seasons, but still messing up in very important places, and just how he deals with situations is oh, conti- continuously relatable in very dark ways. So all in all, I still love watching Bojack, but to me, he was my number one personally, but it's still a proper place to be. Yeah, you got second in the fan vote and um, definitely a super strong character. I will say that between ranking Bojack versus Weiss three and four, our 
what it kind of came down to, guys, was that we looked in the Volume 4 episodes that aired in 2017, because remember, this is a 2017 award, so it doesn't count uh, Weiss episodes there last year. And the thing it came down to is that Weiss really didn't do anything at the end of Volume 4. Her good Volume 4 stuff happened in 2016, so we really were just looking at her Volume 5 stuff so far, which was great. Um, but is that enough to rank her over Bojack? Like, that he's if you don't watch Bojack Horseman, like, that's, uh, you know, he's he's a strong character, incredibly strong character in, in one of the best shows on TV. So that that's tough. I will stand by that if all of season five aired, volume five aired this year, I think Weiss probably would have won this category because I think I would have put her as third instead of fourth and we would have had a very different conversation. Yeah, it's uh, we still have a lot of volume five to go for for Ruby. So uh, it, yeah. if if all that aired, it could just be what what aired this year, but um, I'm sorry the Weiss didn't win. She did finish runner up, second place for Weiss. And hashtag nice Weiss, second place. There you go. Yeah, um, and uh, and and for me, like BoJack, like Eric said before, I think I I ranked him sort of on a curve because I really thought he was better in previous seasons. So. My opinion of him may have been lowered a bit because I have so much better, higher expectations for him. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it, it, yeah, Bo, Bojack. He, last year he had a better year than this year. So if it was um, if we were more on on Bojack Horseman last year as a as a website, we might have uh, Bojack might have won main character. But um, so yeah, Star I think is the right character to win. Uh, we all love Weiss though, and um. Good job, Ruby Phantom. Um, good job. Shout out to the Ruby subreddit because you accounted for about a thousand of our <laughs> 1400 votes. So there you go. Um, so really, if you think about that, Ruby also, uh, det- Ruby fans determined the winner for our two most important categories, probably because they were the ones voting for the vast majority here. So let's see what they thought of, uh, best episode and best show. And let's get into best, uh, animated episode of 2017. Oh, uh, before I move on, I want to shout out, we didn't talk about Marinette in Miraculous Ladybug. Um, Marinette's incredible. Uh, I, I think she could have been higher if more than eight episodes aired this year. So, um, that, that was a big thing with Marinette in Miraculous Ladybug. We love Marinette and, uh, she was, uh, it's just, it was just great to get her nominated, I think. Um, but let's go, yeah, let's move on to best, uh, episode, animated episode of 2017. And the nominees are, all Hail Necrofa, Mysticons, The Legend Begins, Voltron Legendary Defender, uh, The Ricklantis Mix-Up slash Tales from the Citadel, Rick and Morty, The Trial, Steven Universe, Time Zero, Bojack Horseman, and XCIII, Samurai Jack. Um, yeah, let's let's get into the winner here. And the winner of Best Animated Episode of 2017 is Tales from the Citadel, Rick and Morty, hey. slash Mix-Up. Oh. Yes. Uh, John, reaction. Uh, well, if you ever want, if you ever want to know what the Rick, what we thought of Rick and Morty this season, and what our favorite episode was, just go go search our feeds. It was almost a universal decision that this was the best episode of the show of this season. It was incredible. It it had great sub stories. It was. I still think it's maybe Justin Roiland's finest solo performance on the show. And when you had all these different themes, yet it came out of nowhere, and and it ended with this this great, and you have this great ending of Evil Morty coming back. It simply yeah. amazing television, and I'm glad to see Rick and Morty on the. I'm glad to see Rick and Morty on the board here, and for and any other episode, and I don't think it could have gone to any other episode, any better episode than this. 
Yeah, so we uh, Tales from the Citadel won both the expert panel and the open vote. Uh, won thirty two percent of the fan vote. Second in the fan vote was uh, Samurai Jack XEII, which did finish second over Times Arrow, which we had second in our panel, but finished fourth in the open vote. Uh, Legend Begins and the Trial tied for fourth, and All Hail Necrofa finished uh, last, uh, even though we ranked it uh, fifth and not sixth. Um, yeah, Alex, what's your reaction to this? Because uh, one of the big stories here is that Time Zero didn't even finish second. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because uh, I think Time Zero was a really good episode. But once again, I think it, part of this has to do with our expectations of BoJack Horseman being way too high. Because uh, admittedly, I think its best episodes have been in past seasons. Uh, I don't think Time Zero is higher than, like, say, a top uh, maybe a top five episode of the show. Whereas Rick Lantis myths up, I think that has a solid argument to be best episode of the entire show of Rick and Morty. So, uh, and as for the Samurai Jack episode, that's a, that's a decision of that being over Time Zero that I'm not, I'm not totally on board with. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I guess I can see it, but I, I think Time Zero was just a, a was somehow a more interesting episode to watch. Uh, any episode of Samurai Jack over Time Zero from Bojack Horseman is a mistake, but it doesn't really matter because we're the Rick and Morty episode one, second or third, whatever. Um, personally, I think Rick Lantis mix up and uh, Time Zero are the respective best episodes of both Rick and Morty and Bojack Horseman overall, not just for the year. So this were these were incredibly to- a strong top two for me. I would have been fine with Time Zero winning. It's a brilliant top five overall television episode of the year. Um, I have Tales from the Citadel slightly higher, but they're both just so incredible. Like these are two of the best episodes of animation of the past decade, not just the past year. Like this, these are it's it's really incredible. I, Time Zero is not getting its due, but it's 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 so good. Yeah. Um, Andy, what do you what do you think of uh, of Rick and Morty winning this? I'm a l- that all the episodes, the top three episodes here are just very very different. Sit down and watch. Like we have a comedy, we have a fight. Essentially, this episode of Samurai Jack is just a fight scene and nothing else. And we have this really really in depth character piece that is Times Arrow, and all of them are just so different. And I think it. People like watching different things, and I guess comedies are just kind of crowd pleasers. Like, not that this isn't a amazing episode of television. I'm just saying that this just reached more people clearly, and that's not a obviously it lined up with what we thought was the best episode, anyways. But um, it's just interesting seeing these rankings from the fan perspective. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, uh, Rick Lantis mix-up was a pretty easy number one for all of us in the expert committee, and it did win the fan vote. We should, uh, I think it makes sense that there's a large, uh, Ruby and Rick and Morty crossover. So you want to start yeah. to think about it, this, this, this kind of makes sense here. But yeah, Bojack so far has been shut out, and that is undeserved. Um, but, uh, there's still yeah. best show. There's still best show, so we'll see what happens there. Um, Samurai Jack, uh, g- good to see it placing high here, and, uh, yeah, a lot of love for uh, Legend Begins from us and uh, All Hail Necrofa, excellent episode. So, again, Mysticons d- uh, did not do well in the fan vote. Hopefully, uh, Mysticons win something next year. We'll have yeah, more year to a get. Lot more, a lot more Mysticons to go. But let's get into uh, Best Animated Show of 2017. This is the big one. Um, and, uh, and it all boils down to this. There's my best Scott Rogowski impression. And uh, we're getting into the best animated show of 2017. Last year, Steven Universe won this in a blowout. What will it be this year? The nominees are uh, Bojack Horseman, Mysticons, Rick and Morty, Star Wars Force of Evil, Steven Universe, and Voltron Legendary Defender. There we go. Uh, and the winner 
is Rick and Morty. Oh, Rick ah. and Morty is our best animated show of 2017. Woo! Hey. Boo. Oh, no, that, for me, it was a woo, not a boo. Woo. This is as surprising as the Golden State War is winning the NBA title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is kind of a chalk pick. Uh, but I will say Bojack Horseman is slightly more critically acclaimed. You'll see it uh, more at the end there. Rick and Morty won both the open vote and our expert panel. Uh, Bojack Horseman was a strong second place in both categories. Star Wars Forces, Star Wars Force of Evil, a strong third place in both expert and open vote. And then uh, the other three tied for fourth. So Mysticons, Voltron, and Steen Universe all tied for fourth place. We ranked Mysticons fourth. Um, and I think that that is true. So, uh, Mr. Khan's the <laughs> Again, fourth best animated show. show. You... Watch the show. Yeah. Uh, fourth best animated show in 2017. That's strong. That's strong language from us, uh, Mr. Khan's. Like, it's clearly wasn't going to win any awards today, but, um, cause they, we, cause 50% of this is people voting and no one watches the show yet, but, uh, like, that's strong language from us. We ranked Voltron fifth and Steven Universe sixth. Um, <laughs> Alex, Alex, what is the bigger headline here? Rick and Morty winning or Steven Universe finishing tied for last? Um, I think Steven Universe finishing last just because I don't, I, I don't think it being behind Mysticons is, to, is totally a done deal. Whereas like Rick and Morty and Bojack Horseman, like they're two really, really good shows. And I think there's an argument for both. Like even as uh, I, I agree that Mysticons just has done a lot more because Steven Universe's problem is, is timing, right? That we've just been on and off and on and off throughout the entire year and so it feels like we haven't actually moved anywhere inside the show we've actually done a lot with like going in, uh, over to homeworld we've like met up with the diamonds that uh, we met off colors so you've had the lars stuff so i feel like steven universe has also done a lot and been successful emotionally and plot wise uh, about the same as mysticons if not better but yeah i, I think yeah, four, four to six four to six are super close right it was it yeah. was a it was a close call for us on the committee bigger headline here. um yeah, that that could that could be a headline. Steven Universe clearly didn't have a strong year. It got shut out in the awards here, but it was still I mean, it still got nominated for everything. Like, still one of the best animated shows on TV. I'll say this about Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty won here. Um, if you're someone who is, does not watch Rick and Morty, there's probably a lot of Rick and Morty fans listening, but there's probably a lot of people that do not and have negative perceptions of the show. Like, I think this is a show that people do not think kindly of who do not watch the show. And I will say this. Um, watch the damn the show. Rick and, Rick and Morty fans are not representative of the quality of the show. Let's make yeah. that clear. Uh, don't judge the show based off of the stupid fans. Like, uh, we suck. Like, every, we, as fans of the show, we have a uh, bad reputation and it is deserved. But Rick and Morty is not that. It was actually a pretty progressive show this year. I will say that. You, that might be unexpected. But this is not just a show for um, the Redditors and stuff. This is, uh, and it is, look, it is an incredibly strong year. We, we we debated a ton in our in our panel. BoJack versus Rick and Morty for best show of the year. Alex dissented. It should be noted um we had to go to a vote alex dissented at bojack one but um we we arrived at uh at steve at rick and morty number one they're very close to me so it's uh but really the show is excellent and uh john uh, deserves show of the year uh absolutely totally um for me it's one of those few times where for me it was just like real appointment viewing i was i adamantly refused to watch the show a minute later than it should it was just every episode was just was hitting a bullseye i don't think there was a single bad episode i mean we were critical on it on the morty feed because we have to be but honestly i would put any one of those episodes over any steven universe episode this year which Every episode of Rick and Morty that aired this year over every Steven Universe episode. That is a strong claim. Quite honestly, yes, because I was 
again, we had the time issue, but the seniors had that time issue because Cartoon Network scheduling is notoriously uh, makes you want to smash your head against the wall. But the other issue is that I, there were a lot of bad Steven Universe episodes this year. It didn't, the, the show really didn't go anywhere. It almost felt like a chore to watch the show, up at, at least up until the end when you had the end of season four, the beginning of season five with the Wanted series. And television, but for me, it's like I just want to keep going back to those Rick and Morty episodes. I want to keep watching that season over and over again. I don't really yeah. want to do that with Steven Universe, and I, for me, that's a big mark of quality. Yeah, it's uh, Steven Universe. It, the average episode quality was weaker, and it just didn't air that many episodes. And those that did air, I mean, it aired still aired a ton of episodes, but compared to previous years, I think, or maybe it might have been similar number, but they also aired very sporadically. Whereas Rick and Morty, very consistent airing schedule. All the episodes were great. Um, there's no bad episode of Rick and Morty this year. Um, for me, that was the distinguishing factor between Bojack. But Bojack Times Era and a few other episodes this season were so good. This was a really strong year for Bojack Horseman, and I think that also would have been a worthy winner. It doesn't it doesn't deserve to finish with no awards here, mm-hmm. Alex like like uh it, it was second in most things so um I, I think that that speaks strongly but ultimately bojack did not win anything and rick and morty swept the two biggest ones and um i think it rick and morty had its best season that's another factor here um, uh, andy what do you think i think again that rick and morty is the better show but i don't think it's like far and away here like bojack had a great year it had some really amazing episodes like times arrow but rick and morty yeah. was a little more consistent and it had Rick Lantis mix up, which was incredible. And it and it just had, I think, higher lows than Bojack. Um, close. It, it they're really different and really close, and it makes it very hard to rank them. Yeah. And, and uh, Steve, what do you think here? Yeah. Oh I'll, yeah, Alex. Yeah, I, I just want to present the, dis- the dissenting opinion here. I, I I do believe that Rick and Morty had bad episodes. Like I, I'm still on the Vindicators three was a bad episode nope. train. <laughs> I think uh, Morty's Mind Blowers was pretty mediocre. E- even ABC's of Beth had had fun parts, but like it's it's not a great episode of Rick and Morty. Uh, BoJack Horseman, uh, I think, is is similar, but I feel like it's it has more peaks. Whereas Rick and Morty, you had Rick Lantis Mitsup and Rick Shank Redemption, and th- those are like two top tier episodes. Uh, whereas uh, uh, BoJack had uh, uh, had Times Arrow, it had the old Sugarman place, it had a stupid piece of uh, bleep. So uh, I think uh, just all in all, Bojack had more high points than Rick and Morty to me and had a stronger through line. Well, that's the nature of Rick and Morty being more episodic than Bojack Horseman. Right. But, yeah. Uh, the big the big argument for Bojack is that it had like stronger arcs, basically. Yeah. A stronger and it did, arcs and did. at least to me, better consistency. Yeah, Bojack. Yeah, which, which 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 I definitely disagree with. But I I think I think every episode of Rick and Morty aired this year was good. Like I don't I really don't like Morty's mind blowers compared to other episodes. I still think it's a good episode of TV. So like I that that like for me just Rick and Morty just so consistently good and it had the best episode of TV. So that's I, a really yeah. strong argument and, too. That was our, one of our arguments when we were doing the committee was consistency versus highs. And I yes. think Rick and Morty probably was definitely more consistent than Bojack. It's you could argue Bojack had more top tier episodes. Yeah. It was it was a debate, and the fans uh, seemingly agreed with us, although it was heavily influenced by Ruby fans. Um, and uh, yeah, so Bojack does finish second, though. Um, star third. I think those are your correct rankings. Rick and Morty one, Bojack two, Star three. Um, and uh, those very strong years for all those shows, and could be very strong. 2018s for all those shows if Rick and Morty airs in 2018. That's the thing we'll be tracking. Um, could be a vacancy uh, in in this uh, for for next year for best show. But got, uh, um, one thing we got advantage of: there's no Little Wish Academia next year, so you guys all got a fair shot. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. I wasn't even nominated uh, yeah. for best show. <laughs> Not nominated for best show. Well, but, other uh, anything. <laughs> in terms of the numbers, I mean, really, this is disproportionately important. Best show and best episode for me. But uh, Rick and Morty with two wins, Little Academia with two wins, one point five slash two wins. Uh, uh, Star with a win, and uh, Samurai Jack half a win as well. So those are your winners for the night. Uh, Beatrice, what's your any takeaways here? Well, honestly, just makes me want to watch BoJack Horseman and Rick and Morty is the big takeaway that I need to do my homework and watch these shows. I started watching BoJack Horseman, so it's just like I now have a lot to watch is basically my takeaway from this because my shows are small and not (laughs) super popular. Little Jack Damia fans came out to vote, so that was not a small show. That's not a small show, but... Yeah, that might be a lot of people's takeaways if they haven't seen a lot of these shows listening. That uh, shows to catch up on. We we highly recommend all of these shows. And it, yeah. just to be a little uh, shady, um, it also uh, confirmed to me that my dislike of Voltron was solid and wow. Cool. <laughs> no, no, no. Voltron got nominated. We ranked it uh, fifth best these- show of the year. Like, uh, it should be known. We haven't talked about Voltron much. Voltron had a resurgent uh, 2017. It was, I think, the most improved show of 2017. It uh, Between seasons two and three, there's a huge quality spike. And Voltron is firmly one of the best animated shows on TV. Like, it is a really like, good show. So can uh, we, we talk- highly recommend Voltron. I think Lodor really- Lodor's lack of popularity here because, like, he finished last in the, in the, vo- in yeah, the user right. vote. That I, was really So I posted, yeah, we, po- we posted this on the Voltron subreddit, and one of the comments was, uh, why would you pick Lotor Vol- for uh, supporting character? He's, I don't understand that. Lotor is by far the best he character. He turned the show, show around, man. Much better than um, his dad. What's his name? Zarkon. Zarkon, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a, a much villain. better villain. So Lotor, Lotor yeah, he, he, he was our number one sporting character and did not, yeah, did not fare well. But Voltron had a hugely improved year. Another one of my bit, yeah, I think this is like the year of, of uh, improvement for a lot of animated shows. Miraculous Ladybug also, uh, incredibly improved year. It was nominated for two categories here and it was just not a particularly good show in season one. Um, season two so far, there've only been eight episodes, but they've all been very good. Um, no, the show has been highly improved. You no, know what I think could possibly get something. Could it give be a 2018 nominee to look out for? A show me and Alex covered called DuckTales. That could be something mm. to look for in the future. It just yeah. it only started oh. only a few handful of episodes, but I really see the potential in that show. And of course, Mysticons has unlimited potential. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people. You're, I, Ducktales is on some year end lists, Alex. Like uh, people, this has the attention of some critics. Ducktales, yeah, it's, it's go ahead, John. Been, yeah, I've been enjoying Ducktales. It's sufficiently different to the original, and but it's been so fun to watch. I I mentioned this to uh, I mentioned this to Alex. I cannot get enough of Kate Micucci's voice acting in that. It is hilarious all the time. And you have David Tennant in there, and Tokes Ogle, and the woman who plays Nana Fua and Steven Universe is on there too. Enjoyable show to watch. Like it's really funny. Yeah, Alex, as our host for the Ducktales podcast, um, deserve should it should it have been more highly considered by us? I think that uh, at least in my in our nomination process, I I did put in the the first episode Woo as a best episode nomination, although not it didn't get high enough in the ranking process. But uh, yeah, I think Ducktales had an interesting start. So it, it right now it's kind due to like order and it's still pretty early in the story. 
I don't think it was the best show potential yet, but I, I do think it can grow into that. And uh, another show we didn't nominate in the end, OK KO, the, the other show <laughs> I, I cover here at Over the Animated. Um, but like that one too, I think has had a really strong start. And honestly, I think better better than DuckTales to me personally. Oh well, and uh, I think that 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 can get strong really fast. I think Enid and Ko are really great main characters. So in 2018, it'll be interesting to see how that show expands as well. And of course, looking at all the other new shows that might uh, that um, are going to debut next year as well. We have Park of the Creek coming up, Summer Camp Island. Well, we'll have a bunch of other new shows to cover as well. I disagree. <laughs> Disagree with your pick, though, the first <laughs> of DuckTales. I think Beagle Birthday Bash or Massacre was the best episode of that show. Okay, okay. But, we don't need to get too into the, yeah. Into but, the no, I, know, so, I can't believe I did not nominate Back in Red Action, man. Oh, I completely forgot about that, uh, that episode. That's so crazy. <laughs> no, but, but um, Steve yeah. raises the point that there hasn't really been a standout episode of DuckTales yet, and I think that's uh, what it needs right now. Like, there hasn't been one that's risen above the rest, and we're, we're still kind of yeah. waiting for that. Yeah, that was a factor in a lot of shows. That's why Rick and Morty and Bojack, to me, stood out. I know people disagree on Times Arrow, but for me, those, like, stood out so much above the rest of the episodes. Um, Yeah, so... Uh, there, there we go. Who, who haven't we heard? I completely lost track of our our order. Anyone, anyone have comments? Uh, t- takeaway comments here. I mean, I will say one thing. Um, I hope the next year, animated films will become more readily available for everybody because we had a really great year this year. But because there wasn't that great of distribution of certain sh- certain movies. Not everyone can see them, so it wasn't going to really work. Yeah, that's why we. That's why we weren't talking about movies. We'll probably have some separate uh, Oscar category or other generally year-end movie podcast. Well, I, I do want to go for the best of yeah. I do want to thank all the voters, all the people who put Little Witch Academia over the top here, because thank you. <laughs> Okay, so thank you. Yeah, thank you, voters. Uh, we only disrespected your wishes in one category, which is the only category you cared about. So um, <laughs> the, I apologize. It wasn't intentional. It was just the we just ranked right? Weiss Ford is not ridiculous, and I think a lot of people in the subreddit commenting also uh, said that. So I don't feel I don't feel that guilty. But yeah. Uh, well, anyway, we have Ruby podcast. Well, Check out our other Ruby podcast. Tell you any oh. uh, any whole Weiss fans just take any stock. And one thing to make you feel better is. Why is is boy and Diana has the same voice actress in Japan? So uh, kind oh, of yeah, collusion. Yeah. But um, um, yeah, I just I just want to shake my fist right now at all the Ruby fans that voted because of your insane popularity. I'm now probably going to start watching Ruby. So thanks. <laughs> yeah, Ruby Ruby so, fans propelled Rick and Morty to the number one. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but if there but if this fan community really loves their show at this much uh, and, and yeah. turned out and turned out for their guy. <laughs> start watching that john show. thanks a lot guys. okay john i don't i don't want to spoil the the good sentiments of that we all uh, we all are very fans of ruby but it is not it is not an awards tier show here we just got we really just got waste nominated. i still want to watch but, it though because of the fans yeah yeah, yeah i agree yeah, the ruby, there's a lot of about. passionate ruby fans ruby very fun show not particularly great most of the time well, okay, there you go. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, it's there. Uh, there's there's the the nominees. There's the winners. Congrats to Rick and Morty. Um, my dark horse pick for next year's uh, winner best show is Rick and Morty again uh, because I do think it's going to air in 2018. But we'll see about that. Wow, uh, that's 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 kind of a hot take if you think Rick and Morty is going to air a year after. That usually does not. But I think I think it could. I think it could do that. We'll see. Uh, 
Yeah, and being not, optimistic. Uh, that's a strange sight. Yeah, that's weird. It's weird. If not, Bojack's definitely the front runner. Bojack may be the front runner anyway. So there you go. There's our there's our uh, results for the OVAs. Leave us the comments. Tell us how we robbed Weiss. Hashtag uh, robbed Weiss goddess. What's how do we get this in here? Robbed goddess and Weiss in the hashtag. Like that's got to be the. <laughs> this might not make sense if you don't watch reality TV. But that's like a popular <laughs> reality TV phrase. Why not just goddess, say Weiss but... got robbed? <laughs> make it simple. Yeah. No. <laughs> No, it's that's not how that works. But um, there, there you go. And uh, it's it, yeah. So let us know what you thought in the uh, comments and uh, YouTube comments and uh, everything else. And uh, we will be back for next year's awards. We we'll cover all almost. All, do we cover all these shows? Yeah, we cover all these shows. So um, check out our analysis of these uh, at overlyanimated.com for the rest. Um, and come to, we're recording that we're actually recording this podcast on discord. Uh, we don't typically do this, but we've had uh, people listening into the live recording. So join our discord, uh, to just talk about all these shows with us, overlyanimated.com slash discord shout outs to everyone listening live on discord, including, uh, I don't know if he's listening, but, uh, Mistcon's creator, Sean Jara, who says, uh, we love that we were nominated, but love our small fandom even more. Here's to next year. So, um, what other show has the, uh, the acceptance, the nomination acceptance speech in, in the, in the chat? So come to that. That's why you should watch Mistcon's and also join us on Discord, overlyanimated.com slash Discord. And, uh, come, mm-hmm. consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast. Uh, Danny, uh, who's in, who's listening live. Shout outs to Danny. We need a nickname. So Danny K, we'll figure that out. Um, we, we'll, let's get the nickname, uh, train going for Danny, Danny Phantom. Um, you know, well, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the Danny Phantom seems like the obvious one. We'll talk about that. And, uh, thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Um, yeah, not a, not a t- super busy hour for super busy magic hour for us in uh, in the end of the year, but we still have the new Miscons coming tomorrow, and yeah. uh, Ruby will be back after a week off this week. Uh, Steven um, so Universe check- in early January, and yeah, Steven Universe coming up in early January, uh, surprisingly airing current episodes. So um, that, that that was a shocker. But oh, uh, yeah, back they- in January too. Uh, yes, Ms. Khan's also, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Apparently back in January. So thank you all very much for listening. Uh, check out all that out at WNN.com and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye, everyone.